in critical Loudoun County. Well, I was going to say in Loudoun County, this is where critical race theory, this conspiracy theory that is really made up, is not taught anywhere in Virginia schools. It was promoted, in fact, by a person who is connected to the Trump White House. And so there's a whole train of people who were involved in setting this up, but Youngkin has used this issue. And in the debate that Chuck was moderating, Terry McAuliffe kind of walked into it by saying a clip which he says was out of context, which he said that parents, you know, shouldn't be involved in their school, in the kids' schools. And he has said over and over again since that he didn't mean it. He said it on Meet the Press. But the fact is that we saw in the exit polls that for the first time in any of our memory, education was second to the economy in the issue that voters cared most about. Andrea Mitchell simply doesn't understand what happened. It's insulting already. How many more times is she going to be wrong and still make more money than I do? Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz, today. Let me go over a little interesting number with you. This is from Josh Krashauer. He's over at National Journal. And Josh put up an exit poll. I think the exit poll that most matters and really exposes the flaw in Andrea Mitchell's non-thinking. How much say should parents have in curriculum? Not at all. 3%. 3% of Virginians said, you, the parents, should have no say in your kid's curriculum. 10% said, not much. 31% said, some. 53% said, a lot. Some or a lot of say in their kid's education, 84%. I put the two numbers together. 84% of Virginia voters said that they should have some kind of say in their kids' education. Now let's go back to the words of Andrea Mitchell. Particularly what we're seeing in critical Loudoun County. I was going to say in Loudoun County, this is where critical race theory, this conspiracy theory that is really made up, is not taught anywhere in Virginia schools. It was promoted, in fact, by a person who is connected to the Trump White House. And so there's a whole train of people who were involved in setting this up, but Youngkin has used this issue. And in the debate that Chuck was moderating, Terry McAuliffe kind of walked into it by saying a clip which he says was out of context, which he said that parents, you know, shouldn't be involved in their school, in the kids' schools. And he has said over and over again since that he didn't mean it. He said it on Meet the Press. But the fact is that we saw in the exit polls that For the first time in any of our memory, education was second to the economy in the issue that voters cared most about. They didn't care about education. They cared about protecting their kids. You you got to understand that there's a difference here. None of the parents were voting about math scores. They were voting about indoctrination and teaching their kids to hate. Hate themselves or hate others. Further, critical race theory was not promoted by a person connected to the Trump White House. It was promoted by Ibram Kendi and Robin D'Angelo. So the question there about whether it's being taught, this is always the one that people are like, show me where it's taught. If I show you um, a teacher... Uh, who is calling uh, parents terrorists, 
I say to you that it is 100% being taught. Here's your ostinato. Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. Terrorist, terrorist, purple for parents are. Well, some- now, I heard that this teacher actually resigned. Supposedly the woman in this video uh, that, that went viral. Uh, Westfield, Indiana. And then, so basically, I could throw a rock and hit Westfield, Indiana. And that she resigned. If a teacher is doing that, well, we put that under the guise of this ideology that shows a total resentment for parents. So no, that's not specifically critical race theory. But that is indeed trying to make people believe that parents are the problem. If we take a look at schools that teach this idea of oppressed and oppressor, through a series of, whether it's in-classroom activities or homework activities, etc. Studies, kids, fill this out. Fill out this, 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 this questionnaire. What is your view of people who are this? What is your view of people who are that? Do you ever see yourself thinking you're better than these people? That's critical race theory. It, that's happened in, in, in schools. If you take a look at having Ibram Kendi as part of your... Uh, Approved reading list, that's teaching critical race theory and anti-racism, which we put under the same umbrella. If this happens, this got sent to me. I have absolutely no idea if this is true. This got sent to me. Now, it's, it's from MTV. So what I'm playing for you isn't some kind of, uh, of, of thing that uh, is, is secret. It's, it's on YouTube. It's not, it's not private. Um, and... Uh, it's it's MTV decoded, and here here let me let me play this for you. American mascots, pretty much everything. Sorry, didn't start at the beginning. Shame. Ever wonder what's wrong with Native American mascots? Pretty much everything. And it's from MTV News decoded. It says. So there are a ton of major league sports teams with Native American mascots, but they're not the only ones. Across the U.S. and Canada, there are actually 2,128 high school, college, and professional teams with Native American names and nicknames. Now, this comes from 2015. That's when this video was first posted. The email that I got that said was I, I was told it was shared with sixth graders in Central Indiana. Now. Here's a question. Is that something that you engage sixth graders in? Why not? Well, let's start with how it started. Let's go back to the beginning of the video. Ever wonder what's wrong with Native American mascots? Pretty much everything. Did they ever offer a video that said there's no problem with this. As a matter of fact, the Indians have an incredible history, and so do the Braves, and so does this, that, and the other. I didn't say you would accept it. The question before us is, let's say this video was indeed presented to sixth graders, and I can't prove that it was. An email was sent to me. But I'm taking, I'm utilizing the video as, as an example now. That is a great example of indoctrination of students. That's a, as, yeah. as opposed to the education of students. That's a good point. 
If this is what teachers believe they should be sharing with students, then they don't believe in reading, writing, arithmetic. They believe that their purpose is something else, perhaps in their head something grander. And what the parent is saying is, that is not for you. It's not for you. We have heard parents, uh, we have heard teachers in the classroom talk about how they uh, love their gay students. Love, love, love their gay students. And if you got a problem with gay students because I'm the gay student advisor, I'll open up a can on you. Well, well, now you've told those students that they're not allowed to have any opinion other than the one you find acceptable because you just threaten them with physical violence. Is that education or is that indoctrination? Not only did you tell them that it's that they're they're bigots if they disagree, you've told them that you will physically hurt them if they disagree. You're not encouraging conversation. Oh, these people don't want us to teach about race. You're purposefully stifling the ability to have a conversation, which is exactly what critical race theory does. Exactly what anti-racism does. So, is it taught? It's not as simple as that. If you say to me, can I show you a specific lesson plan? Maybe not. If I, can, if I show you some levels of required reading, maybe I can. If I share with you what's happening in the classroom, more of what I can. What students have videotaped and then brought out to the world, exposing their teachers... No wonder teachers during COVID, oh, don't, your parents aren't allowed in the room. We're having a Zoom class. No, no, no. It needs to be private. No transparency whatsoever. Now, maybe some teachers act like I do in, in studio. The act of observing a, a subject changes the subject. It's one of the reasons I don't allow people in studio with me. It's one of the reasons why I stopped doing uh, live streams of the show, although I'm thinking of bringing it back, but I do think it changes the program. And I think that's a serious problem. If, if you're playing to a video camera, you, you cannot be engaged with a, a listening audience. I just, it's, it's, it's difficult. It, it's difficult to do. Maybe it's just difficult for me, or maybe I'm just more sensitive to it. I think that's possible as well. So is it being taught? Well, yes, of course it's being taught. It is obviously... And clearly being taught. And for noticing this, you have people like Kirsten Powers over at CNN making statements like this. Well, there we go. And representing it. There was all of this, you know, talking about critical race theory and and representing it as if it was happening in elementary school, which of course is not even being taught there, but it's, there were a lot of these hot button cultural issues, I think, that, um, that, 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 that Youngkin was really able to use to his advantage. Um, I don't think that that's right because I think it was misrepresented, but this, this is now, I think also the Republican playbook is, is to use these issues to scare people, basically, um, a, a feeling out of control, you know, that, that everything's out of control with their children and they need to be protected from these people with this demagogues and this agenda, right? They are demagogues with an agenda. If Howard Zinn is part of your reading library in middle school or high school, you're a demagogue with an agenda. 
Fight me. Howard Zinn knows nothing about history. Everything he says is a lie. You would literally have to be Matt Damon to buy into that. Why can't I stand up and say that's unacceptable? Why can't I stand up and say that doesn't work? Because you object to me using the term critical race theory? I'm fully aware that it comes from colleges and the idea of legal framework and how race gets played into the creation of laws. I understand what you say about its creation. You reject the idea that it has gotten itself into the classroom. You taught these people for 50 years about it or 30 years about it. You didn't think it was going to make it into the classroom? Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. The mentioning of critical race theory is dog whistle racism. I mean, we should be clear. Kirsten Powers uh, lacks the intellectual heft that people thought that she had. And, and, And I was one of those people. I thought that she had it. Turns out that she doesn't. There are people out there who have it. She's not one of them. But don't tell these people it's not being taught. Don't tell these people that it's not divisive. One of the things I find most divisive in the world, uh, uh, allow me, oh, let's go right to the heart. How about the people who engage the conversation that, you know, if, if you have both parents, if you, have, if you grew up in a two-parent home, if your parents are still married, you're privileged. First, that's critical race theory. That is all part of the same umbrella to try and get people to feel like somehow they, they are, they've done something wrong or they have some unfair advantage. So it creates oppressed and oppressor. It creates a victim and abuser. But let me be clear, because I've, I've never addressed this publicly and I should a- address this publicly. Having two parents is the norm. And it is not privileged to have two parents. By saying it's a privilege to have two parents, you are trying to normalize the idea of not, and you're trying to otherize the idea of have. It should go the other way. Why don't you have two parents? Now, there could be reasons for such a thing. It could be divorce, death. Uh, there, there, there's a series of possibilities. And I don't think we should attack those people. But we want to attack the family We want to attack those who have two parents as if somehow, oh, you had two parents. That's not a privilege. That's the standard. The real question is, why isn't everybody attempting to live up to the standard? The valuable standard that culture and history and the millennia have proven works and creates better outcomes. Why not? But no, we otherize it. And that's critical race theory. That's part of this large-scale bigotry, this attack on the norms, this creating of an oppressor class and the oppressed. I dare anyone in the sound of my voice to take me on on this subject. Guys, because they don't want to admit to what they're doing doesn't mean that we don't know. They make it difficult. I get that. That's part of its design. Our job is to not be swayed. Our job is to keep up the fight and protect our kids. 
Teach history. The good, the great, the bad, and the ugly. Don't teach our kids that they're oppressed or oppressors because, well, it's just not true. I'm Tony Katz.